Welcome to the December 6, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com daily podcast, where we cover the biggest stories of Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrency every single day, forever. And this is your host, Space Marine, live from my space station, which is located in space. So, the chart right now shows some nice red candles. It looks like one, two, three, four, five red candles in a row for the fifth night of Hanukkah that is coming. So, there we have it. And it just briefly dropped below 3600 while I was talking. It was around $3,700 when I was opening up my podcast software. It dropped $100 by the time I started recording. So there, that's the volatility of the Bitcoin market when it wants to be volatile. And... Yeah, the Bitcoin market cap has dropped. It's actually, it's showing a $65 billion of coin market cap, but it's actually more like $64 billion, $63 billion, because they're showing the price being $3720. It's definitely $3620. Like Bitfinex is $3720, but Bitfinex has higher rates than the rest of the world for Bitcoin because it's harder to get fiat in and out of Bitfinex. It's not harder, it's just more expensive. They got a nice banking relationship now, but the bank says, no, we need money to move all this money. Like, it's not free to move tons of money because they are the biggest Bitcoin to USD exchange in the world. So they're making some mad money over there at Deltic Bank in the Bahamas. And that's what's securing Tether, too. Tether's quite stable. Oh, yeah, just reloaded coin market. Tether's at $1. It's actually at exact parity, $1.00. So that's pretty cool. And that gives the tether market cap to be $1.86 billion, which is its true circulating supply, because right now it's exactly a parity. So the total crypto market cap has dropped to 118, probably maybe $117 billion. And this is the first time in a little while it's been below $120 billion. I believe it dived to like 115 when the crash really crashed out. The Bitcoin's been as low as 34.75. That happened like kind of right after Thanksgiving. Not much of a Thanksgiving for Bitcoin. I guess Bitcoin got too drunk at the Thanksgiving party and then got thrown out by its family. It wasn't doing good after Thanksgiving. So, back to the rest of the cryptocurrencies. You think Bitcoin's doing bad at $3,600? And like a $64, $63 billion market cap? Wrong! The other cryptocurrencies are doing worse. Uh, like always. Whenever Bitcoin drops for reals, the rest of the cryptocurrencies like drop harder. So Ripple is at $13.3 billion. It's dropped a bit. It's at $0.33. Cents. It's still higher than it was. It, like Ripple had this like kind of really strong rally. Ripple and Stellar somehow rallied like crazy. But we always got to keep in mind with Ripple and Stellar, like they're very similar to each other. And like they're developed by Jed McCallib and like a few other different people on each team. And uh, they have a highly centralized supply. So theoretically, that supply that's centralized, which is most, most of the supply of Stellar and Ripple, that could be manipulated and to make the market price move. And Stellar and Ripple both rose a lot, but that's not holding up. Like Stellar's now, it dropped 10% today and Ripple's down 5% today. Uh, they're still very near the top. Like, uh, Oh yeah, here's a story. Stellar's now number four. Uh, it might have been already, but yeah, Bitcoin Cash is not doing good. But let, let me not get distracted. So I'm just trying to say Ripple and Stellar are a highly centralized coin supply, and I think that could be manipulated to make them rise through the ranks like they did. Because Ripple had an inexplicable rally. And it kind of coincided with some of their press releases. They were like, oh, the Ripple's doing this and that. But it sounded like normal little press releases that weren't that important. 
especially for like Ripple's price. So I'm wondering if there's manipulation. That's total speculation, but most of the crypto space does not like Ripple because it's so centralized. Alright, so Ethereum has dropped below $100. I'm sure Arthur Hayes is having a celebration right now. Because Arthur Hayes, the CEO of BitMEX, said Ethereum is going to be a double-digit shitcoin. And right now, it is a double-digit cryptocurrency. I'm never going to call Ethereum a shitcoin. I really do like Ethereum. Even if like a bunch of ICOs launched on it that caused its price to pump and then... It lost most of its value. It was at $1,400 and dropped below $100. It doesn't mean it's a shitcoin. It just means it was abused by shitcoins. Like, a lot of shitcoins launched on Ethereum. So Ethereum's it needs some sanitation. Sanitization or something. So Ethereum's market cap is dropping towards $10 billion. Right now we have three cryptocurrencies above $10 billion. Bitcoin, Ripple, and Ethereum. Ethereum might lose that, like today, if the market keeps going down. And it looks like a pretty strong downtrend in the Bitcoin market. So, like, yeah, we're talking about the numbers right now. I can only imagine if it really drops out today. Like, right now, Bitcoin's price is only less than $130 above its all-time lows for 2018 and dropping right now. So, yeah, Ethereum's been having problems because of all the ICOs that launched that are... You know, the SEC is issuing enforcement actions against ICOs. Uh... So that's causing the ICO space to kind of like self-destruct and Ethereum is totally involved in that. It might cause a while until Ethereum recovers to like $1,000 like it used to be. A long time. So Bitcoin Cash has dropped below $120. It's at $119. That's Bitcoin Cash ABC. And it truly is Bitcoin Cash ABC. And like some exchanges and coin market have like kind of like carteled up and said, no, this is Bitcoin Cash because they were more in favor of ABC than SV. But then there we have Bitcoin SV, and this is actually really amusing. I'm seeing this for the first time. Bitcoin SV went up 22% today, while Bitcoin Cash ABC went down 16%. And now, so Bitcoin Cash ABC is at $119, while SV is at $110. If they lap each other, like if SV goes above ABC on the market cap rankings, that will be hilarious, and that will be the juiciest story of the week, probably. So right now... uh. Bitcoin SV has a market cap of $1.924 billion, while Bitcoin Cash ABC has a market cap of $2.086 billion. In fact, I want to refresh this. It looks like a move is happening right now. Like, I think that's happening by the minute. Uh, no, they moved a little further apart when I refreshed. So, excitement ended for now. But they're only $10 apart in price. Like, literally, if SV goes up $10 and uh, ABC does not go up $10 at the same time, there we have it. And SV's in rally mode today. And I've always speculated... And remember, this is just speculation that Craig Wright, the founder of Bitcoin SV, will just buy up a bunch of Bitcoin SV at the right time. Like when ABC shows some weakness like it did today, Craig Wright could then jump in and use some of the million Bitcoins he mined and like just pump SV's price. He could probably just take like, I don't know, like 100,000 Bitcoins and make sure SV's dominant forever by buying a bunch of them. Maybe that's happening. That's total speculation, though. And then we have another one of our favorite coins that always goes down a ton. When everything goes down, EOS doesn't do any better. It usually does worse. Today it's not doing much worse. It's only down 8%. But remember, Bitcoin's only down like 5% or so. But EOS is down 8%. 
It has dropped below $2 billion market cap, $2.14 per EOS. EOS has just been constantly shedding money out of its market cap since it went on its own public blockchain. Like, it rallied as it transferred to its own native blockchain. It used to be an ERC-20 token with no um, function. And then EOS got into its own quote-unquote blockchain. But then there's, like, I saw a study that found pretty firmly that it's not really a blockchain. It's like a ledger that's centralized. So it's like a centralized database that's masquerading as a blockchain so i don't think the crypto investors are going for that like maybe some of them are like china says us is the number one cryptocurrency even though it can't really be considered a real cryptocurrency i guess it could be sure it could be considered a cryptocurrency but it's a centralized cryptocurrency that's masquerading as a decentralized one and that's pretty dishonest because you could reverse transactions on eos and that's the problem so EOS is just going down, down, down the tubes. And I think Bitcoin SV might pass EOS. And while wow, that will be like the ultimate blow for EOS if SV passes that. And then we go down to Litecoin. Litecoin is down 8% today, down to $28. All those people that bought Litecoin at $200, $300 or so, they're really upset probably because it's down like 90%. So Litecoin is a $1.6 billion market cap. And at this time, we only have nine cryptocurrencies above $1 billion. Bitcoin, Ripple, Ethereum, Stellar, Bitcoin Cash, ABC, EOS, Bitcoin Cash, SV, and Tether, and Litecoin. Those are the only ones above a billion. It used to be like dozens above a billion, I believe, like back when the market rallied like it did. So, yeah. Who dropped below a billion recently? Well, Tron was making a move above a billion, but it dropped a lot. Um... It seems like these coins that are launched with ICOs, like when the market really has a down day, like this is a true bloody down day for the crypto markets. And whenever that happens, the, the ICO coins drop more. So Tron is down to less than $900 million market cap. Cardano is kind of like an Ethereum platform sort of thing. That's, um, it launched with an ICO. Cardano is down to $840 million. And I believe we talked about Monero yesterday. Monero is like the number one privacy coin. And we talked about exactly how private it is. But Monero has fallen sharply today. It's down 10%. It's below $50. $820 million market. It used to be over 100 not that long ago. So Monero uh, might be getting hit on that news now that it's been broadcast out to the world. I wrote a nice article about that. So, and then IOTA is the number one directed acyclic graph coin. And IOTA's not really been that great at the price. So, IOTA's good if you're trying to, like, store data. Um, because its blockchain can have, like, two or three connected peers. and Or, like, two or three transactions referenced. Like, you don't have to reference the whole blockchain for DAG. You reference, like, the two or three transactions. And then your transaction's confirmed. So, that makes it so you don't have to download the entire blockchain. And, therefore, it's good for storing data. But it has not really been that great you know, going up in price, and that's fine. That's not the point of cryptocurrencies. I think they're supposed to be, like, decentralized money or some other form of technology. Bitcoin's definitely decentralized money, but then you got, like, IOTA. It's meant to be, like... It's not really meant to be an investment. And some people treat it like that, so I shouldn't be talking like, oh, it's not doing that good. It's doing fine. It's still $690 million market cap. Binance Coin... Uh, so I wrote an article on Bitcoin News that just got published. It's the first article on the site, at least at this moment. Probably not by the time you hear the show. And uh, Binance Coin went up like 20% yesterday, or like 15%, because they released a preview of the Binance Decentralized Exchange DEX, and they they launched their own blockchain called Binance Chain, and the, the Decentralized Exchange completely runs off of the Binance Chain, and it's really quick block times. It's like more than one block per second, or maybe at least one block per second. 
So like all the transactions confirm instantly on the decentralized exchange. Literally every buy and sell and trade you do on the decentralized exchange is a blockchain transaction on the Binance chain and it costs a fee of like a little bit of Binance coin uh, to trade. But anyways, it went up a lot when that video came out and that announcement came out that the Binance chain and Binance Dex is launching early um, in 2019. And by the way, it's almost 2019 right now. So, But now it's down 17% today. So that didn't last for too long, that rally. Um, it's because the rest of the market started falling apart. But Binance went down like 17%. That's a lot more than almost any coin. I don't see any that went down more than that. Well, it's about the same that Bitcoin Cash went down. So that's pretty bad. Uh, Dash is the number one X11 coin. It's down 10%. Low. Dash has really been falling from prominence. Uh, I thought Dash would be a major cryptocurrency, like top, you know, near top 10, but now it's at number 16. Maybe it'll get back to there, but $626 million market cap. It, has, it used to be way, like, solidly above a billion dollar market cap, but now it has a long way to go to get back to that. And then we just got some other coins down here. Um, Ethereum Classic fell below $4. Dogecoin is down a lot less than all the other coins, and that's often the case. Uh, Dogecoin's holding its own above two-tenths of a cent. It's at a $250 million market cap. So Dogecoin tends to like not crash as hard as the other coins on down days, actually. It's kind of like Bitcoin in that sense. Even, like, it goes down less than Bitcoin does. Dogecoin's kind of, like, stable, and it's going to be a major crypto long-term, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Zero X, a basic attention joke. I think I'm not going to mention them on the show anymore after this point, unless there's a story with them. But yeah, they're down like 10% and 7% respectively. They're on Coinbase, but whatever. They're I'm not going to like talk bad about them, but they're ICO coins. They got added to Coinbase for some reason, um, and they haven't been going up from that. They've been going down like all the other coins. All right, so I believe that concludes our market analysis for today. And I'll talk about one story that I do know about that's quite interesting today. So I looked at the numbers for the inflation going on in Venezuela. And we've talked about the Petro in Venezuela a lot. So the Petro is the national cryptocurrency of Venezuela. And the new Boulevard, the Sovereign Boulevard, the VES, was supposed to be backed by the Petro. But clearly, like, there's a lot of evidence that indicates the Petro doesn't exist. Because the Block Explorer is non-functional, um... It shows the number of blocks that have been mined, but it's like a 15-minute block time if you do the calculations instead of one minute. Like, I read the white paper uh, last night, actually, and the white paper shows it's like kind of like Dash. The picture is supposed to be kind of like a copy of Dash. It's supposed to have one-minute block times, but it does not. The block explorer is non-functional. I tried clicking on downloading the wallet, and it doesn't, like, let you download it. Like, so I don't know how anyone's running a Petro node. And then, of course, let's put together the other evidence we have. Um, so... Paper certificates are issued for Petro buyers, and they kind of, they proudly waved them in front of the camera and stuff when the Petro public sale began, and it seems to indicate that the Petro is a paper certificate, and there was obviously no private keys on that paper certificate, and there's no sign of a Petro cryptocurrency itself. Further, like I read, like the Petro is supposed to be backed by 50% oil, like 20% gold, 10% diamonds, like I think like 20% iron, and it's, there's no indications of the infrastructure like there would have to be complex and secure infrastructure to make the petro backed by such mineral resources but there's no sign of such infrastructure and it's not even in the white paper how that would work and there was a deep dive study by reuters which found that the oil that backs the petro is actually in the ground and its estimated reserves in an area of no oil infrastructure would take years to extract and i'm sure when they extract they're probably not going to want to put it to back the petro they'll probably want to sell it 
because it's going to cost a lot of money to extract that oil. It's in an area that's not so profitable for Venezuela, relatively, for oil production. And then we also have the evidence of Mindoro is setting the price of the Petro, indicating no free market. And also he declared that anyone that buys the Petro after the end of 2018 cannot sell it for any currency or uh, any fiat currency or cryptocurrency. And this wouldn't be possible. If, if, if Petro was like Dash, like an X11 cryptocurrency, like it says it is, there's no way the government could ban the trading of it or set the price of it. It would just have a free market on a cryptocurrency exchange, at least somewhere. So... That's not happening, so there's no sign that the Petro exists. And then here's the really juicy part of the story for today. The Cafe Con Leche Index, where someone goes to the same coffee shop in Caracas, Venezuela, the capital, I believe. So they go to the same coffee shop and get the same cup of coffee like once a week. And they've been tracking the inflation in Venezuela with that measure because it's really hard to track inflation in a country that has hyperinflation. But this is one simple way. How much is the price of this cup of coffee going up? It went up 100% in the last week. 100% inflation in Venezuela right now. And this coffee shop knows they're being tracked for the Cafe Con Leche Index, so they're not trying to like hike their prices um, in a way that's like not uh, in line with uh, what's actually going on. So like this is real actually happening. It's 100% inflation in one week. And the index is showing 285,000% annual inflation. But keep in mind... That includes the whole past year before the inflation was so high. I did the calculations on this, and it's like totally crazy. Um, basically, the boulevard, the Sovereign Boulevard, right now it's a 400 Sovereign Boulevards for the cup of coffee. It was 200 a week before. If it goes up by 100% every week, then the cup of coffee will cost 1.8 times 10 to the 18 uh Sovereign Boulevards one year from now and that's like unfathomable and not possible to print and that means the Venezuelan currency their fiat currency will collapse and so the Petro doesn't exist from all that evidence we have it appears just to be a non-fungible paper certificate that's easily printable by the Venezuelan government and the Sovereign Boulevard because it has nothing backing it is on route to experience extreme hyperinflation so what the Venezuelan government's been doing before is they've been chopping zeros off the boulevard. They re-denominated it three times now in the past several years, but the past two re-denominations have been more recently. Um, but they just re-denominated it, like, a couple, a few months ago, maybe, like, four months ago at the most. I'm not exactly sure when they made the Sovereign Boulevard come out, but there is no amount of zeros they could chop off to save it this time. It's absolutely, like, unsavable, unsalvageable. And I don't think there's any turning back. So I believe the Venezuelan Boulevard, the fiat currency, will collapse. And there doesn't appear to be any Petro in existence. So there is going to be no native fiat, uh, currency at all for Venezuela. No native cryptocurrency or fiat currency in the near future. And we'll see how that plays out. Because the Venezuelan government will have no way to raise money like they've been raising. Right now they're getting, um, I think, plenty of money from selling the Petro. As well as plenty of money from printing the boulevard into its death. Like, they're printing so much boulevard, they're sucking all the money out of it, like, permanently. So, after that, they're not going to be able to easily make money anymore. They would actually have to earn money from real activities. And there's no one that could really pay taxes there anymore. I'm sure there is taxes being collected, but if the economy collapses, like, good luck collecting taxes. So, I don't want to speculate too much, but we could be seeing some massive changes in Venezuela like in the next year like their currency will totally collapse in the next year based on the economic data and then that usually brings a lot of 
changes to a country in turmoil. So I hope the best for Venezuelans, and I hope they get through this time. That's all we have for you today on the December 6, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com daily podcast. Come back tomorrow for another exciting episode, and go to BitcoinNews.com 24-7 for the full spectrum of Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrency analysis. This is your host, Space Marine. Do not worry, you can always find me in space. Adios, amigos.